You are listening to Feed 44, the official podcast channel of the Center for a Stateless Society. C4SS is an anarchist think tank and media center. For more information, please visit c4ss.org. For Obama, any war is better than no war. By Nick Ford. Posted on C4SS on June the 12th, 2015. And read by... Joey Clark. The White House recently announced that Obama has approved a plan to send 450 new troops into Iraq to fight ISIS. These quote-unquote troops aren't ground troops, but instead are going in an advisor role to assist the Iraqi military. Now, everyone who believes that, please, go stand on your head. It's been four years since the U.S. quote-unquote officially pulled their ground troops out of Iraq, Yet CNN reports that, quote, there are currently 3,050 U.S. forces in Iraq, with 2,250 of them devoted to supporting Iraqi security forces, 800 protecting U.S. personnel and facilities, 450 training Iraqi troops, and 200 in advising and assisting roles. Does it sound like war has ended in Iraq for the U.S. military? Does it sound like the taxpayer is all of a sudden not going to have their money stolen to benefit the military-industrial complex? Does it sound like in such a war-torn country, thanks in no small part to the U.S., that these new 450 soldiers will really have much of a choice in whether they're combat troops or not? I am also unsure how it could even be tracked whether these troops stay in their quote-unquote advisor role. Maybe some decide to go off and shoot some folks anyways. How would we know? Or maybe there will be some who are de facto turned into ground troops because of the unpredictability of war-torn countries. There are many questions about unaccountability that need to be answered. To top it off, the National Journal points out that this announcement comes only two days after Obama admitted that he has no quote-unquote complete strategy for training Iraqi forces in fighting ISIS. So why are more troops being sent in? Obama's reasoning in the past for not sending in more explicit ground troops is that he does not want to do what the Iraqis need to do for themselves. If that's the case, then why send advisors? There's also a basic question of military strength and insanity. The networked resistance of ISIS, as terrifying and awful as it is, has shown, time and time again, capable to beat the Iraqi military and outwit the U.S. assistance. I don't claim to have the answer for what would work best militarily, but it seems foolhardy to keep trying the same thing over and over again. Specifically, the militaries are trying to test their centralized might against networked cell-based terrorist organization. Do they really expect history to be on their side at this point? Retired Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, who is much more qualified than I, has also gone on the record saying that there is, quote, no clear U.S. policy in Iraq and Syria, unquote. Which again begs the question, what does Obama think he's accomplishing by sending even more people to Iraq? Even with all of this, though, there's some amount of credit one must give to Obama, however begrudgingly. Consider that the troop count back in 2007 was over 170,000 and is now reduced to 3,000, which is something, in my opinion, worth celebrating. 
But there's also a danger in acting like those 3,000-plus troops and the debate surrounding them is only what they should be doing there and not why they are there to begin with. That's a question that Obama and company, as leaders of state, probably won't be asking themselves anytime soon. You've been listening to Feed 44, the official podcast channel of the Center for a Stateless Society. C4SS is an anarchist think tank and media center. For more information, please visit c4ss.org.